Hello and welcome back to The Daily Brew, the devotional where every day we drink a new brew of coffee and we see what God is brewing for us in the Bible. Yes, it's cheesy, but it's true. And you join me here in, where am I? Noosa, Australia. I was about to say Brisbane. No, I am in Brisbane. I am in Brisbane. I was in Noosa, driven down. Today we go home. I've stayed in the Gold Coast, which technically isn't Brisbane, but stayed in the Gold Coast overnight. We're about to jump on a plane and head home and reunite. Reunited and it feels so good with my luggage and all of my clean pairs of underwear. Seriously, this has been the most random few days, but looking forward to being back in New Zealand and getting my luggage, being able to be with you on YouTube as well, and see your beautiful, well, you can see my beautiful face. I was gonna say, see your beautiful face, but I, I still don't see your beautiful face because it's not it's not FaceTime or, or, or Zoom. Regardless, it's great to have you here with me today for day 191 of 365 days of Bible reading. It is absolutely incredible the journey that we are on together and I am looking forward to getting into this devotional. I love studying our scriptures for today. Make sure that you do as well, get into the Word and read the Bible. If you're joining us for day 191 and this is your first day, make sure you head back to day number one. Start on day number one and let it build across. So let's talk what scriptures we're going to be reading today. They're in the descriptions on every platform, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts and all of the other platforms that we have available as well. Psalm chapter 83 verse 1 to 18, Acts chapter 28 verse 1 to 16, and 2 Kings chapter 19 verse 14 to chapter 20 verse 21. Those are the scriptures that we're reading today. Make sure you get into them and devour them. Be fantastic. I'm also looking forward to getting back home because I've got coffee at home, which we can have together as well. I know it's the daily brew and we haven't had any, but hopefully you're enjoying your brew no matter what you're having. If it's one of Annalise's teas or one of the coffees that you've seen me try over the last 191 days, I hope you're enjoying your brew. Take me home, coffee road to the place I belong. I can't wait. I hope they don't get copyrighted for that little song there because that was so uh, that was so on the money. Oh, I don't know if you can tell I'm tired, but I'm ready. I'm ready to be back home in my own bed. Let's get into the Bible, the reason that we are here today. Our psalm today, we, we read about the surrounding nations who want to wipe the earth clean, rid the earth of the people of God. They want to kill them. They want to get rid of them. And what's amazing is that the tone of this is like the psalmist is saying, this attack is not just an attack on God's people, but it's actually on God himself. Through the language, he is writing in a way that reflects that God is the one who's under attack. Not actually the people, but it's God himself. And it made me wonder, maybe we've lost this perspective and we need to get it back as the church. An attack on God's people is an attack on God himself. It's a good reminder that if we belong to God, who is our father in heaven, as his kids, he doesn't take it lightly. When non-Christians attack the church, it's a direct attack on God. But also when Christians persecute other Christians, it's, it's similar to infighting within the family. And that's a direct attack on God as well. Let's remember, when we find fault with each other, let's remember this principle. Our job is not to attack one another and tear each other down. When someone makes a mistake, our job as a family, as a body, is to get around that person, not tear them down and beat them up. I'm not saying we can't address things. In fact, I think we need to address things properly. And I think we need to have honoring confrontation and honoring conversations. But not if it's a targeted attack with the purpose of taking down the person. That doesn't honor God. It hurts his heart. 
The other warning here is that God doesn't take it lightly. We need to realize that those who harm the Lord's anointed will be covered in shame and hopefully return to the Lord and not be taken out forever. Now, I'm so excited because this passage in Acts is the passage I have preached on more times. Well, apart from maybe Peter walking on the water, but this passage of scripture I have preached so many times. It's one of my favorite stories in the Bible, and I'm so glad that we're here at it today. Our God is a healer. He heals as much today as he did back in Bible times. Paul today is bitten by a poisonous snake driven out of the wood that he was putting on the fire because of the heat. And what I love about this story, and maybe why I like it so much, is that Paul's response is simple. It's a simple response. It's not a complicated response or a dramatic response. It's a simple one. He shakes it off, the, the snake, he shakes it back off into the fire, and the snake bite, the poisonous snake bite, has no effect on Paul. I love this. I love the fact that God can protect and God can heal. One thing I didn't realize, which I, I got after studying this scripture today, is that in this moment that Paul gets bitten on the hand by the snake, he fulfills a prophecy that Jesus gave in Mark chapter 16, verse 18. You, maybe just pause this and go read the scripture because it's really amazing. Jesus says that people will pick up snakes with their hands. Now, it's important to understand that snakes represent the enemy, the devil. That's why we see him come in the form of a snake in the Garden of Eden. Snakes represent the things of the demonic. It's the evil. It's the, it's the yucky stuff that comes with the devil. So when we see this prophecy, we're going to be able to handle even the poisonous attacks that come our way, and we won't be hurt by this. Paul was bitten by the snake, but it didn't take him out. Everybody watching thought that what was coming against him would kill him and completely wipe him out, but it didn't. And I want to encourage you today, it's the same God who is with Paul that is alive in us today. The same God. So whatever it is that you're facing, I want, you to, I want to encourage you today to lean into the Lord. I don't know, maybe I'm just a bit excited, sorry. I'm getting a bit excited about this story because I love this story so much. Whatever you're facing, no matter how hard it is, lean into God. The fire that he stokes and shakes off the attack into is symbolic of the Holy Spirit. When we stoke that relationship with God in our lives, we can find ourselves being healed and also being part of helping heal others too. Through the power of prayer in our lives, we can find God working in incredible ways. In Kings today, we read the account of a prayer that Hezekiah prayed. Hezekiah, the Bible tells us, receives a letter that threatened him, and it actually became an overwhelming problem for him. This is the same guy who put all of his trust in the Lord, now faced with a letter, has become overwhelmed with a problem. But watch what he does. See, Hezekiah, he represents the king who trusts in the Lord. He trusted in God. And his response is this phrase that the Bible uses, he spread it out before the Lord. I love that. He spread it out before the Lord. See, I don't think we do this as Christians. Maybe some of us do, but I think the vast majority, we don't do this. I think we spread it out before everything else, before we spread it out before the Lord. We'll often spread out our problems with drink. We'll spread out our problems when we talk to others, when we eat food, when we spread ourselves out literally in front of the TV and binge watch things for a day. We, we, we probably do everything else. And then as a last resort, we spread out what's left before the Lord. Hezekiah, in this moment of overwhelming pressure, though, spreads it all out before the Lord. He prayed. Read his prayer. Like, make sure you really read it and get into the words because it's pretty phenomenal, the prayer that he prays. As you read the tone of the prayer, do you see what's being focused on? 
let me, let me summarize it. He's not focusing on his situation. He's not focusing on his problem. He's not even focusing on the tension that he feels. He focuses his whole entire prayer on what? The character of God. When you bring your problems to God and spread them out before him in prayer, lean into his character. Man, we, we, we've talked about this so many times over the last 191 days, but this is a constant struggle to keep God's character as the focus of the prayer. Man, we've got to make sure that when we do bring our problems to God, that we spread them out before him in prayer and lean into his character. Do you know what's awesome is that God answers Hezekiah's prayers and he would find blessings being poured out right in front of him. And just as you thought, just as you thought, maybe the book of Kings had turned a page. No, no, because Hezekiah begins his own journey of not being the wisest king. He showed off his treasure in front of Babylon. It's like he was parading like all of the things that he had done before Babylon. See, when, when we, when we uh, see Babylon, we need to understand that Babylon is a picture of the world. He gets a prophetic word about his behavior and it's not a great situation for him. Why did he do it? Why did Hezekiah do this? Well, I think it's for the same reason that we do. We experience the win, we experience the glory of God and we get a choice. Are we going to promote God and his faithfulness or are we going to promote ourselves? Every time, every time we take, take the glory for ourselves and we don't glorify God and all of the goodness that he has done for us and the goodness of his character, then man, it's going to cost us every single time. Remember, in everything you do, in every good thing, in every moment of your life, glorify the Lord. In everything, show off the Lord and make sure that you don't end up like Hezekiah with so much promise, trusting in the Lord, but ultimately missing out on what God had for him. Three, two, one. This of the day. Verse of the day today. It's hard to do that voice when, you, when you're struggling with your, with your uh, vocal strength. Acts chapter 28, verse 8 to 9 says, His father was sick in bed, suffering from fever and dysentery. That just sounds disgusting. Paul went in to see him, though, and after prayer, placed his hands on him and he healed him. When this had happened, the rest of the sick on the island came and were cured. Does God still heal today? Yes, like 100%. He does. I've begun to see some of these healings take place, almost some by accident. I want to encourage you to head to my Instagram uh, page, at HarrySladeNZ, and see some of the testimonies I've managed to record and post and some of them you'll see that I'm just genuinely blown away and excited by the glory of God as he's poured out and healed people right in front of me. I love this, these two verses, these two verses fill me with such hope for healing. Do you wanna know why? Because this is not an Old Testament scripture. This is not a pre-Jesus moment. Sure, this is still in the Bible and it's post-Jesus' death and resurrection, but this is the New Testament church we're seeing here play out. This is the New Covenant church, the church that you and I are a part of right now. Look at the pattern. He went in to see him, he prayed, he placed his hands on him, and he was healed. Then, when one person was healed, all of the sick people on the island came and were cured as well. I, I want to encourage you that all God needs, because God is healing, he's at work right now. All God needs is people like Paul, bold, brave, and willing to be embarrassed. It's a faith step to believe for healing. But if you have faith, pray, place your hands on someone, and believe that God is a healer. Because I still believe. 
I believe even more today than I did maybe six months ago that God is a healer. We read it throughout scripture. And if we take the Bible as God's word and it to be true, then we also have to believe that God is a healer. So I'm excited to see what God is going to do. I'm praying that one day this happens to me. I pray, pray with one person, they get healed. And then we see revival break out as a whole island gets healed. I'm excited. I'm probably too excited to, to be recording this podcast, to be fair. <laughs> That is it for today, day 191 of 100 and, well, of not of 191, that's ridiculous, of 365 days of the year, it is time to go home, get me on a plane, get me back to New Zealand. Thank you so much for joining me here on it today and for sticking with the program, uh, sticking with the devotional program the last few days. Sorry for the technical difficulties, but this is the thing, and I love this. I, I love this about the whole journey that we're actually on because you get to see what it's like every single day. Not every day is perfect. And if you wait for a perfect day to read your Bible, if you wait for the perfect conditions to devote your heart to the Lord, you're gonna, you're gonna miss out. You're gonna fall short because not every day is perfect. Not every day works out the way that you want it to work. But to be able to lean into God, to press into Him, to read His Word, and to seek Him, even in the midst of crazy, chaotic bags being left behind, and you miss your recording gear, so you can't record the devotional, well, you'll find some pretty good things along the way. And I hope that you have enjoyed this today as much as I have. I'm praying for you as you read these scriptures that God would continue to reveal Himself to you and show off His glorious hand at work in the lives of so many. It's a little bit longer today considering there's no coffee, so I pray that this has blessed you. I'm gonna finish it here. If it is the start of your day, have a great rest of your day. Unless it's sleep time, have a great sleep, and we'll see you tomorrow. We will be back in New Zealand in my kitchen with a camera, so if you've jumped over to Spotify, feel free to head back over, or Apple Podcasts, feel free to head back over to YouTube if you like the video platform, and we'll be back with day 192 tomorrow, back here on The Daily Brew.